the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us. It is Wednesday. We've done it. We've reached the middle of the week. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, you listening right now, welcome to our 6 o'clock club here on The Morning Answer. And hold on. I don't want to... Why are you so close to the microphone? Oh, oh, look. What are you... No, don't put the mask on. It's for outdoors. I don't want to break I understand that. You're not breaking the laws. You're in full compliance. It's whenever you just take you can't do a radio. I don't think you can do much. You can't feel very well with that mask on the mandate yesterday, Jennifer. California must must mask up outside your home under an expanded mandate. No, 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 no. I know you're comfortable in the studio and I know it feels like that home away from home where there's happiness, smiles, joys. Conflict, sorrow, resolution, and every cooking. Sometimes we sometimes. do cook here. Sometimes as sure. well. Uh, but they're, they're calling it a startling spike in coronavirus cases. California health officials issued a new mandate mm. that residents wear that mask or face covering if you go bandana style whenever <laughs> you're outside your home, with a few exceptions. Can this be one? Because I can't do this show with my mask on. I just can't. I don't think you'll like it. I don't think well, any of you listening will like it. I don't think I'll like it very much. I, the good news is, well, that's true, actually, because I don't think people would like that. And this says residents must wear face coverings whenever they're outside their homes. Now, you and I are outside of our residences. Sure. Here. That's why this, I had my mask on just a minute ago. But we are indoors. You know, hmm. I'm a rule follower. Hmm. <laughs> Some clarity is needed. Well, I will tell you this much. I think that uh, the people who are saying rise up, they're rising up because of orders like this one. The expanded order was announced Monday. It means all of California, not just your county, not L.A. County, Orange County, Ventura uh. County, all of California must mask up unless you are alone in a car or only with those in their household working alone in an officer room outdoors. Wait, hold on. These are significant. Can we check these off? Or at least six feet away from others, not in their household. They're okay. ma- oh, obtaining a service involving their right. nose or face. That's always right. nice. So if you're getting now, a nose job, well done, ladies. Now, by the way, uh, these are the exceptions. Now, yeah. imagine for a moment today. And by the way, happy Tuesday and good Wednesday and good Thank morning you. to you. We're getting up over the hump here midweek and a downward glide. So there's nothing. California weekend with cool temperatures now, and but it's warmer under the mask. Don't you feel hotter when you have a mask? Oh, I do. I, it was stuffy. All my hot air gets thrown right back at me. Yeah. Well, I just blow my hot air all over the place. <laughs> just like, here, imagine your life and all of its uh, daily and uh, not so frequent activities. These are the only times when you can't lawfully wear a be without a mask. Mm-hmm. That's said a different way. You can not wear your mask if and only if, according to California, you are alone in your car. Mm-hmm. Or 
Only with and those please, in the household. Can I add in here? If you yeah. are alone in your car, don't be that person wearing their mask. Take it we off. We're you. all laughing at you. Yeah. We Secretly, point sometimes. if you see people looking in your car and you're right. alone and wearing a mask, it's because we know. We know. Yeah. And you might as well just put a Biden sticker on your car to identify yourself. Go ahead. Matt. That's right. Well, in the old days, I'd say that gym bag next to you, but nobody goes to the gyms anymore. No. So that's a cup of Starbucks. It, it's not another living thing. It doesn't yeah. breathe droplets upon you. Correct. But I'd watch the lid of the, of the so coffee if I were you. Yeah. Now, second to that, so if you're in the car, by the way, with members of your household, now it doesn't count if you're picking up grandma or your cousins who live in another place or, or maybe mom or dad who live in another location, obviously. Okay, Jennifer, you're safe. Thank goodness. If you're working alone or, or in an office alone, see, we're working together, but we're in separate rooms under COVID compliance. We're alone together. Naturally. Ash Gilbert Dad. O'Sullivan mm-hmm. is the artist. Outdoors. Outdoors. Where is that? But read oh, outdoors, oh, oh. but read outdoors oh. and. So it's not oh. just outdoors anymore. That's right. Outdoors the moment. And staying at least six feet away from others not in their household. The moment you breach that six foot buffer, mask on or to the big house with you to jail. Right. Now, this is an interesting one, and you and you kind of marveled at it briefly, if you can briefly marvel at it. Well, the real housewives are celebrating. That's for sure. The real housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. With and Joan Rivers would have morning. a great line Bless Joan Rivers. Obtaining a service involving your nose or your... Oh, I'll never have my... Oh, can we talk? <laughs> so if this service involves your nose or your face, which means, hey, how about this? You're getting an ID photo taken at the Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh, a service involving... See, I was thinking more like a COVID test, like you have to pull the mask down for the well, test. Well, this is another lack of clarity. The, the service involves the need to see the nose or the face of the service provider or yeah. the service recipient. I mean, you can't take a DMV picture with your mask on. No one would be able to identify you. I think you we're getting to a wrong. point in this crazy 2020 world where you might be only able to take the picture yeah. with the mask on, which would then again cut down the need for the photo and the lines. I have to go to the DMV to renew my license this year. I haven't had to go in years. But they now sent me the notification. You know, my it, and the thing is, my birthday's not till February. Like you don't you're, have you're to. Fine, make, but darling. you know what? Go now. It, but I don't want to because I'm waiting for the COVID I stuff know. to go away. Because right. I can't imagine the DMV under normal circumstances, and then you add a pandemic onto it. Oh, yeah. Some things don't. Pass. Yeah, some things don't work well together. They're not. Uh, that's not a symbiotic relationship. And California, if you really care about this virus, why would you send me into a DMV? Let me renew again online one more time. Come on. Ah, I see personal motive. I see. Yeah, personal you're right. <laughs> Kind of like the squad asking for student loan debt relief, and they all have student uh, loans. Yeah, we're also uh, just fresh out of uh, right. the university as well. Now, finally, and I think we've saved the best mask exemption under a new California mask mandate. Mm-hmm. If you're outside your home, you must, you must wear a mask. I mean, go into the mailbox and all that stuff and beyond, beyond. The only exemptions are the ones we've detailed. And finally, California offers an exemption to those who are, quote, Actively eating or drinking. So there's your, your – just always keep a cracker with you. I always say that just in case you get a little hungry. Always well, have a little snacky. And that way if somebody tries to oh. harass you, you just say – you just reach into your pocket. You pull out the saltine and you say, I'm eating. Let I mean me it, makes, it makes exchanges very awkward because I was going to say, Jennifer, on the ho- – hold on. <laughs> hey, Whitman. On the, on the, the loss on the, that I have on to the macro drink. Newsom, where do you think constitutionally <laughs> if he has any provision to do this? 
You know? Do you think? I think. I think I'm just going to actively drink. The, the, the state says that I can, so bring it on. All right. Now, okay. Well, so these, so, oh, and sorry, there's I'm more. not active with my drinking, there, which my father used to say. I'm not <laughs> sober yet, but I'm not active with my drinking. It's that gray area. Now, as this is going on, Senator Dianne Feinstein. 87-year-old Senator Feinstein was spotted. A walking comorbidity. A walking around the United States Senate without a mask on. So here's another, the latest of these grand hypocrisies of uh, these California leaders telling us what to do, how to live, and then they themselves following by a whole other set of rules. Uh. And this, Jennifer, is not Senator Dianne Frankenstein's first Feinstein. trip. Huh? Feinstein. I think I just thought of that one actually. It's a pretty good one. I can't believe that's a pretty long. darn good one. <laughs> I, I mean, that should be nine years old. Well, Vanessa no. Williams said, "Save the, save best, the best for last." Okay, so here's oh, the other it, thing. There's see, another. She's a more. She's been in more than one airport with that one face without a mask a few times. Well, and Chuck Grassley, who is our program director. The, no, that's Chuck Tyler. Chuck. Oh, Chuck oh. Grassley is 87 and. God love him, officially the oldest member. And there's a competition here, guys. This is a heavy competition yeah, it's a for the finish. oldest member of the United States Senate. And he has been diagnosed with COVID. So if I'm yeah. Diane Feinstein and I'm wandering around that Senate, I might want to mask up because I've heard take personal responsibility, don't rely on government mandates. But if you are at risk, maybe protect yourself, Diane. And, right. and you've heard. And yeah. you've heard if you're Diane Feinstein, uh, Charles Chuck Wesley, the center getting COVID tested positive, best warm wishes for the center, long time veteran center. If you're Diane Feinstein, I mean, you got to be in the chamber going as Chuck goes, so goes I, which is a thought that, uh, well, you would think she would have that thought that here he is at 87 in a in a chamber. It is a chamber. Yeah. The Senate chamber. I, the circulation is probably better than an airplane, but I wouldn't get crazy and, about. Well, better yet, just listen to what your own advice is. If you have risks and being. Uh, 87 is a risk. If you have risks, put the mask on if that's what you're telling everybody in your home state. And that's what's happening here. And she's telling, talking about it through the whole country, not even just us in California. Said she's another not way, you're playing right. by the rules. Diane Feinstein, the easiest in the way to do this. And, and Gavin New Gruesome, too. Newsome. When you're reading the laws and the mandates, read them as if you're receiving them, not as if you wrote them. Yeah, another Consume stupid, them. Another stupid them. law that has been implemented. Remember we were talking about the idea of a curfew, and I said, well, if they're floating the curfew, that means it's headed our way. It is. Los Angeles County tightening what they call their pandemic safeguards and restrictions. They say that since cases have doubled since the beginning of November, that on Friday, starting this Friday, restaurants, breweries, wineries, bars, all of these things are closed, by the way, and all non-other, non-essential retail establishments must close from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Now, non-essential businesses yeah. that were permitted to operate indoors, that includes retail stores, offices, personal care, will be required to limit occupancy to 25% and capacity will be limited to 50% at outdoor restaurants, breweries, wineries. So there's card rooms, yeah. outdoor mini golf. Go the shutdown is happening again. And we never really even reopened. And somehow they're Three trying times. to sell us yeah, on the science right. that COVID only infects people between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. So for a group of yahoos telling us to follow the science. It's a state legislature. I th oh, yeah. Well, I think that they have some explaining to do. I heard a restaurateur this morning in two seconds uh, as I was preparing. She said three times for restaurateurs open false Closure openings, yeah. closures. Three of those events. Imagine, imagine living through that, being an employee or the employer. President Trump gains on Joe Biden some significant findings overnight in the state of Georgia. We'll bring you up to speed as your Wednesday morning answer continues. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? 
they can. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us. It's your Wednesday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. And uh, the count continues. The recount in Georgia continuing today. Election results in the state of Georgia are supposed to be certified tonight. But here's what's going on. Oh, no. And again, I'm bracing I know, for something weird. I, I, and I know where you stand on this. And I know well, you no, think we need. No, it's no, no, no. But this is what I, my point is this, is that I get that not everybody agrees that this process no. should be happening right now. Well, Some I know people think that. we should be into a transition, all of this. Here's why it's so important. In the state of Georgia, 3,000 uncounted ballots turned up. Where? In, uh, let's see, was it Fulton? Fayette County. No, I mean where. Like where? Oh, In a broom well, closet? Let me, let me tell you. So two different <laughs> – so first of all, 3,000 uncounted ballots. And then guess what they found? Well, they found another 2,755 ballots that had not been included in the original count. And I'm hearing this morning that in Whoa. Fulton County, there's another box of ballots that were found that have also not been added to the total. Now that's I have at not, least. I've not confirmed that yet because that's been floating around on Gateway Pundit and some of the other sites. I, and I want to confirm it. But If you so go to the far, tote board, Jerry Lewis counts out as 5,750. 165 uncounted fresh votes. Right. Now, you asked where. In one of the counties, in one instance, they were found literally in a bag of unscanned ballots, a sack or box, basically, with ballots that have never been put through the system. In someone's kitchen or in an election counting In one of the elections. And I mean that seriously, because Trump said, you know, they're down at the river, they're at the bottom (laughs) of the river. Sometimes, so you want to know physically Makes you think maybe we should be combing at this point. The second one was fracking or doing something. We'll just frack to find the vote. (laughs) We should. We should drill and frack. Oh, what the... Okay, so the next one was found on a thumb drive, because those ballots had been scanned into the system, but there was something wrong with the scanner. Forgive me. The thumb drive is the electronic device that the thumbprint goes on to identify a voter. God, is that I accurate? love you. <laughs> well, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not smart, but I, okay, if no, you it's give not me a moment, you're not I... smart. You are smart, but technology has eluded many of us. Okay, so a thumb drive is the little square thing that people stick into a computer, save files, and take it from computer to. It's computer. called a thumb drive. Yeah. Because it's a drive. It's like a disc. That well, a drive, a drive. Is, to, is to is to That's a drive. Yeah, me. but then it's a thumb, so you hold it and, and put it in. Oh. Anyway, All right. so there was a thumb drive that went uncounted with ballots that had been scanned in, but they said they were having equipment problems. And, oh, they forgot to put them in. Now, oh. both of these counties and both of the votes, as they're counting them, have favored President Trump. So he's picked up some votes right. in right. his uh, count. Is it Thumbs enough? up. Thumbs up. Is it enough to shift the election? We will not know. But there is, a, and now I said another report, that there could be a third county that has these ballots that were lost. I like these locations. They're intriguing. They Well, he, the thing is... It's is unfortunate, if you are, but it's interesting. If you have questioned elections before, and I have... And I have. I know. I, I think mo- many people who are just thinking people go, it's oh, kind of weird. Most active we, dem- we, democracy participants wonder... We hear the stories about the bloated voter rolls. We hear about the dead people vote. We hear all these stories. And now we're hearing that when there's actually a hand recount done for the first time in the state of Georgia, they're finding all of these thousands of ballots that have gone uncounted. So that's what's going on in Georgia. You know what, Jen? Yeah. Before, I know you have another one. And I know, and you said it, and it's all, I think it's a given if you've participated in the morning answer broadcast you've been part of our conversation hearing and and chiming in and it, with 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 voice or mind that's kind of been one of the things understood coming in that there might be a difference of opinion on some of these issues period and thank you everybody who accommodates everybody no not thank you it's what you ought to do you don't get thanks for doing what my mm-hmm. mother used to say so but um interesting how you would think if it is your job 
Your job is to count the votes, to collect them, whether they're on these new fandangled thumb drives or whether they're put in bags right. of votes and ballots. I've come in from Ralph's with three or four grocery bags, and I'll just misplace the one with the milk and the eggs, and I find it a few hours later. I go, oh, that thing. But if it were my job and it was the democracy hanging in the balance, I mean, really, setting a bag of votes, which could have thousands of people's votes, and setting it and forgetting it. I know. Okay, humans are humans, but what's the, what's the safeguard? Where's the, where's the other person to say, hey, uh, um, uh, yeah, the check, uh, Dave, the where's the uh, – the, the human beings make mistakes all the time. Look, I do some accounting stuff for the company that I run, and I – on a very small scale, I'll forget to put something here or there or a decimal. I mean, Remember they didn't put the elevator mistake. in? Remember they didn't put the I, elevator in that, that was afternoon? Not, that was me. It was a bad day. Was so I'm weird. sorry. I forgot. But – you know, you make mistakes, but right. you're right. The checks and balances to ensure that every vote, every legal vote that is in Georgia that was cast should be counted. And so I think that there's some egg on the face of the uh, the elections board because they came out and said there's absolutely no way we made any mistakes here. There's no way. There's no way we made any mistakes. This well, I is heard no, in- sus- no proof of, of overwhelming uh, more than the usual, which is odd to say, but it is a fact, voter fraud. I mean, of uh, course, there's always mistakes. Well, right? and that's the thing. Is it a mistake? or is it fraud and we don't know and we don't know at this point in any case we should be guaranteed that when we go and we make the we take the effort to go and do our most important duty in this country and and be a voter and be an active participant in our republic that those votes should be counted whether in whoever they fall for and that's the thing whether they're falling for biden or they're falling for trump those so far we know over 5,000 people should have their votes counted in mm-hmm. this election. It matters, and it matters not only in this race, but it matters down ticket as well. Well, Those that's right, because each – matter. Especially, uh, you, you know, the, the, the counting, the enumeration of electronic votes might be uh, – for someone smarter than I am, certainly with computers, it might be – might itemize races. However, if a ballot – now think of the old days, a paper, one ballot, and on that one ballot you might have 12, 15, 20, or four – elections or things on which you're voting it's all on the one ballot now that ballot is lost or in a bag that they don't find until yesterday if it's that type of ballot well then every race has been impacted Mm -hmm. on the ballot every race that voter voted every perforation on a paper ballot is missed when one ballot that might have 15 elections on it is not is forgotten in a bag. Think about Mike Garcia and Christy Smith right now in Simi Valley. They'd love to find a bag of votes somewhere, I bet. They're separated by 100 votes just about. I'll have to check this morning and see what their totals are. Yeah, but Jose Huizar just said he has one in the trunk. Well, yeah, that's that next to his it. bag of yeah, cash. Right. But uh-huh. the point is that if we do this, we have to do it right and we have to ensure the safety. And then I would say if, okay, maybe it's less likely that people can corrupt the stuff that was scanned, the ballots that were scanned in and put on a thumb drive. But for that bag of ballots sitting there, who was watching it? Has it been secure? Has has it just been laying around? Did people, I mean, we heard in Florida during the last election where people were showing up and just putting bags of ballots out of their car and into It's been places. 15 days. That's it's right. Been, if that bag was placed down, and that's why I, I said what I said a moment ago, just uh, trying to imagine, you know, people, they set it down and they're, oh, uh, call for you on line one. It's uh, Joe Biden. He wants to make sure you have his other, his, the shoebox. And you take right. the call. Did you get the seriously, you step away from that bag. There's obviously no person behind you monitoring whatever. To, to notice that that unattended bag, I <laughs> appreciate that, <laughs> and off you go. And what, fifth, two weeks later, someone turns the lights on. Wow, it's been a long There's election. another one. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, 
Is that someone's groceries? No, Einstein. It's the will of the people of the greatest democracy in human history. Oh, well, I'll get it later. Let's hear from Adam Luxalt quickly here because I give you an update on Nevada. They're still fighting it out in Nevada Match Lab saying he hasn't seen an election with these kind of voter irregularities in a while. Adam Luxalt is a a lawyer for Team Trump in the state of Nevada. What we are providing today in this lawsuit is that many of these votes were improperly cast. We are presenting today in our formal contest that there are north of 15,000 people who voted in Nevada and another state. We are presenting that people voted in people that had already done a change of address and left the state outside of the 30-day requirement their ballots were still cast. That's Adam Luxall to a lawyer in Nevada for Team Trump. You hear about the fraud in other states, but you will not believe what happened right here in California. As your Wednesday Morning Answer continues. Waging the battle against fake news every morning. This is the Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us on your Wednesday morning answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horan, happy to have you with us starting off another beautiful day in Southern California. I love this time of year when yeah. it's, well, it's really cool autumn. and crisp in the morning. You get some warm sunshine during the day. It's fantastic. This morning for a Wednesday here, uh, mid-November, Merry Christmas. I think you can do that now. Well, by the way. It, now more than ever, maybe, right? Yeah, Merry I Christmas, think Jennifer. If you follow social media at all, you've seen that so many people are already putting their trees up. Everybody wants an early Christmas because I think it's been such a heavy year. People are ready for some glitter. It feels, yeah, it feels like that Christmassy uh, before Christmas weather. Uh, this morning, it is very foggy, though, depending upon where you are. It's burning off. and It's not burning off. It's, it's lifting right now. But uh, about an hour ago, hour and a half ago, boy, it was foggy outside, uh, depending upon where you might be in, in was it the fogulent? valley. Huh? Was it foggulent? It was very so foggy. I'm thinking about fraud all the time. It was, a, fog- <laughs> it was a fraudulent. It was a foggulent. A foggulent. Fraudulent. <laughs> Friday warm up on a Wednesday. Uh, but it's going to be cool, by the way. And uh, today the high is only going to be about 63, 64 degrees. So, as the lovely lady said, it is cool and it shall remain for the balance of your Wednesday. In the AccuWhitman weather forecast, I'm weathercaster Brian David Whitman. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Man, get this. So we talk about fraud in uh, states around the country, but California really birthed a lot of the fraudulent movement, I think. Putting the the, uh in fraud. I actually talked to our friend Eric Early yesterday who ran against Adam Schiff in uh, our district. Uh, Brian, we live in the same district. It's called the Horn Whitman District. district. The 28th is what. By no one. Officially, but by us, it's Horn Whitman. So uh, I was talking to Eric Early, and I said, well, you know, the rest of the country is getting Californiad. California. He He's like, can I use that? And I said, yes, you can use that. <laughs> you know what? He, Eric Early is fantastic. The congressional contender. He was on the program last Thursday morning. He's a friend of the morning answer. I went from not knowing him, which matters the most, actually, mm-hmm. in, in this whole little thing. I did not know him. And I didn't like him. What I And he didn't like me. And we didn't know each other. And then we met each other, and now we're like well, you were just alpha pals. mailing each other. Sort well, of. he got on the phone for the just first weird. time ever. And I, uh, his priority of issues offended me. No, but but anyway, he is Something a guy. Girls who, don't have to worry about like girls. I don't really think try to alpha each other. Like, well, I wasn't trying to alpha him. I just want him to talk about the election. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, no. So Eric Early's fantastic. He was he's, he's he he is a guy who mobilizes. 
I mean, a, a lot of people in a Schiff district where Adam Schiff is basically the sofa. I mean, he's just been there forever. Right. Eric Early is a kind of guy like I see such a knock around regular guy that if we say something, I'll say to him, I did on the air last Thursday. He said, I want to do an autopsy. I saw him in the hallway in a COVID and he kind of sort of ran. I said, Eric, if you run from me because you think that I'm going to have a, you know, he said, no, I never. I. And then he originally put his mask on. I said, <laughs> The autopsy, I said, keep saying, he said, yeah, I said, you're like, I said, yes, say that word a lot. That's a great right, word because to use. It, when you talk about recounting, everybody thinks you're recounting to win. But what recounts are really for is is an autopsy, right? And for a candidate who thinks that he didn't win, but maybe he didn't lose by the margin that they're telling him. Something's irregular. Going in to see where he lost and with who, I think is really, it's an important thing for any candidate to want to know so they can get better if they want to run again, right? So if you're uh, Eric Early saying the nation's being California, he'll be referring referring to voter fraud in other states. Well, And, I, and I gave him that one, but here's the thing. So voter fraud has been going on in this state for a long time. We've seen it. The state representatives, our Secretary of State, Alex Padilla, very complicit in this. He does not clean up the voter rolls. He lets dead people stay on there, people who have moved out of state. They do that on purpose so that they can have empty ballots floating around out there so that there is the ability, the circumstance to easily try to create some fraud in these elections. I believe that to be true. I think investigations, if they were willing participants, would prove that. But here's the story today. And it didn't get a lot of local press, but it's a big story. There was a man who tried to run for mayor in Hawthorne, and he's among two people who were charged in a voter fraud case in which thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications were allegedly submitted on behalf of homeless people. Remember, we talked about this, this. Yes, yes. a couple of months ago, and this was from the L.A. County D.A.'s office. They announced the charges yesterday. Carlos Antonio de Bourbon Montenegro. Could you ever sign your name? I mean, that is the world's longest name. All I think of is this. Like I call Domino's or Pizza Hut. Yeah. What's your name? You take a breath, and I would have to. I'd say it's it's long because I say Brian Whitman. They say huh, and they say it again. Carlos Antonio. Hi, yeah, it's Carlos Antonio de Bourbon, which is de Bourbon. the best part of his. Name. Where's de Bourbon? Montenegro. Monte. I mean, that's it's a lot. I'd and have she to goes, say, what? you have the eight and a half by eleven. Get off your <laughs> legal a, pad, lady. And you know, this is Hawthorne, right? Um, now he's also known. If you don't know that name, Carlos Antonio de Bourbon Montenegro, he's known do as know Bourbon. Mar- Mark Anthony Gonsalves, who okay. was set to be arraigned uh, in a downtown L.A. courtroom on eight. 18- 18 felony counts of voter fraud, 11 felony counts of procuring a false or forged instrument, two felony counts of perjury, one felony count of conspiracy to commit voter fraud, you think, and along with nine misdemeanor counts of interference with Busy a prompt transfer season. of a completed okay. affidavit. Yeah. Now, he submitted 8,000 fraudulent voter registration applications between July and October, as well as falsifying names, addresses, signatures on nomination papers under penalty of perjury to run for mayor in the city of Hawaii. And you know what? And and uh, it's it's a it's a it's a big local. Certainly, if you're in Hawthorne or anywhere in Southern voter fraud story. And you know what? It rides on the dehumanization of homeless people. And I just have to say that because I feel that. And I know it's not the first thought people have, but they are taking the identities of homeless people who, for circumstances, they just assume don't just have it together enough, and they might be right and won't. You know, they don't care. 
There's using homeless. names, using signatures, right? We'll use you know, Here's we'll just a couple bucks. We'll Can just we take, take theirs. And that's heartbreaking. Reminds me of what this goofy Eric Garcetti said about homeless people, you know, about a month ago. Okay, so I just had to say that. But beyond that, in these local elections, which is actually more front burner here in the counting of the votes in Hawthorne, which, of course, is not all of L.A. County, it's not all of, of a California election, question Jennifer. Mm-hmm. You and Eric Early were talking earlier about the um, about voter fraud in California. And, uh, of course, it, it's a conversation whenever all the votes should be you, – you know how we feel. How I, you know how I feel, excuse mm-hmm. me. California is a state, when you look at statewide election results, and we do understand this as a matter of fact and numbers, is less close. I mean, the statewide offices all go to Democrats. In fact, there's not one who's Republican. I'm not diminishing the issue. I am saying imagine this type of thing in a state like Georgia right now, in a state like Pennsylvania, where it is just so mathematically much closer. But even uh, but even beyond that, think less about the numbers and more about the method. Think about what this guy is being accused of here. The method is this. When you have universal mail-in, uh, you know, see, the thing of the oh, – just to start back, back, back sure. for a second. With absentee ballots, which I have no problem with, you actually have to have a person sign a, a request, basically. They sign a f- piece of paper. Their signature is there to match. They sign a request. They get an absentee ballot. They proactively obtain it. They, they go. Right. And that's fantastic. If that's what you want to do and that makes you feel safer or for whatever reason, good on you. But when you have universal mail-in, which we saw roll out in many of these states that we are arguing about in this – and I don't mean us, but this country is arguing about in the 2020 election, universal mail-in allows people to do exactly what this guy did. Register people, get a lot of ballots that could impact the swing of the election, get them sent to various locations, fill them out, send them in. Swipe them from mailboxes. How – well, you can swipe them from mailboxes, sure. Or you can just register people that have no intention of having these ballots, falsely register them, pick them up, and drop them off. And so this is the problem. This is what we're seeing. And the stuff that we're seeing in Georgia, that's just what you're lucking into. What you are not lucking into is everything that happens here in California where where one address gets 20 ballots and people are picking Picking them up, filling them out, and sending them back in. How in the world could you track that? It's it was very, a summer morning. very difficult. On the morning answer, we were broadcasting from, from home. I remember the local L.A. story about a surge of mail, a theft of mail, before Election Day, back in July or August. Right, and it's not even just stealing the mail. It's actually creating additional registrants so that you can get those ballots and get them sent to your house if you want. Make it easy. All right. So that is a problem. We'll continue to follow that story. Senator Graham in a little bit of trouble in that Georgia Senate race and with the huh. recount. Wales Hale. It's like Ben Hale. Tell you what he's uh, been accused of. Ezra Wednesday. Morning Answer continues. Brian Whitman's voices. Jennifer Horn's brain. What else do you need to start your day? This is the Morning Answer. Thanks for joining us. Good Wednesday morning to you, Brian and Jen, starting out the day. It's the middle of the week. You're getting there. It's almost Friday. We're on that downward slide, as my friend Brian likes to say. Well, but first, you know, Jennifer, rhetorically, we must get over the hump. Of course. A, a lot of people not even checking That's what we're in yet. on today. On Zoom or at the – and then you get up over. And then once you get up over, then you know what r- powers you through. It's a free fall, a glide, if you will, a downward glide. I like that. Better uh, than a slide, a glide. We're gliding. Yeah, it's like a slip and slide, actually, in some cases all the way into Friday here. Full of grace. And it's cool today and will be cool for the next few days because, oh, yes, it's autumn 2020. Just in time to enjoy a brand-new curfew, which we'll tell you about here in L.A. County. <laughs> I love the nightlife. Uh, not anymore. Not anymore. No. All right, Senator Lindsey Graham, getting 
getting a little bit of heat. There were accusations that Senator Graham pressed the Georgia Secretary of State, For Raffensperger. For, oh, who? To, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. Burger with a P. Hey, hey, Secretary Raffensperger. Raffin, Raffin Slapper. <laughs> Raffin Hooferhofer. It's Lindsey Graham. Call me back 911. <laughs> So what is now, the people are saying that Lindsey Graham was pressuring old oh. Raffs in Burger. Oh, Raffs is one? And, uh, and Lindsay, to find votes, basically, for oh, Trump. Yes. Lindsey Graham is like, and we, Hugh Hewitt talked about this yesterday. He's like, I know Lindsey Graham. There's no way that this is true. Lindsey Graham is not this person. He lets oh, the see, process I, play out. I feel, and I, I will, I will yield quite, quite seriously to Hugh Hewitt because I trust Hugh's personal judgment of people. I truly do if he knows somebody because I trust and love Hugh. Right. So the Lindsey Graham that I know having not – if I've interviewed him, it's been – I don't – I never have. I'm gonna, I have certainly never met him in person. But he looks to be a very partisan guy. So when you hear this story, you go, oh, Lindsey Graham, like kicking around, looking for votes, calling Secretary Raffenschlufer. <laughs> hey, it's LG. It's, not it's your phone. Lindsey Graham, the center. Hey, did you check behind the sofa? As, so Hugh says, no way does the Secretary of State say that he was shoved around. I don't think he has – he said that he was urged to remove ballots. But I, I think the difference is removing illegal ballots versus legal ones. I think it's very likely that Lindsey Graham probably said, hey, make sure the legal votes are counting. Um, but he has not yet specified. He said that he was urging him to remove ballots amid the hand count in yeah. the state. Now, I saw a report. The Secretary of State didn't – the full quote is, I was pressured by Lindsey Graham to remove ballots, dot, 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 from the pockets of my pants where I had shoved them in the – that's a joke. I'm kidding. But uh, – I think the, with Lindsey, though, when you say he's very partisan, look, there's no doubt that Lindsey Graham has – um, has been partisan at times. I think most people who are elected have. Specific but, event seemed to think allow about him. all of the people he voted for. I mean, he approved everybody that Obama put up there. Under Obama, he voted for a lot of Obama's judges. He voted for a lot of his nominees. I think all of them, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not that he is someone who hasn't worked across the aisle. Well, like, that is true. I mean, I understand that. In a fact, fact, I wish he was a little more partisan sometimes. I mean, he got right. in trouble yesterday. It's not yesterday. enough for you. You want me to only wear red? Kind of, because he got in trouble yesterday. He saw Kamala Harris on the floor of the Senate and he gave her like a fist bump, like, you go, girl. And uh, Did he say that, too? No, I wish he did. You go, girl. You, you go, go, girl. He work gave her it, the girl. fist bump. and Move. Work to, yeah, work it, yeah. All single ladies. Uh, you're not single. I am. <laughs> so what? So Senator Graham has come out and he said he denies it. He said it's very silly. He was asked about it yesterday. I think that's just ridiculous. If he feels threatened by that conversation, he's got a problem. I actually thought it was a good conversation. He suggested, according to the Washington Post, that uh, he was surprised when you asked him if he has any power to throw out all mail-in ballots. I never, no, I never said that I said do you have power as Secretary of State to require bipartisan verification of a signature because right now they don't if the year feels like a fever dream it's because Lindsey Graham I did not now that's ridiculous I didn't call him and ask him to find that now if he says he felt pressure I didn't ask for loyalty I don't (laughs) ask for those things what he said I asked for give me a break Sean so it's a similar – it's a basically the same 
accusation powerful people elected leaning on for but in this vote counting deal lindsey graham himself this is the georgia secretary of state not his own state right he had his own tough election in south carolina where he was re-elected yeah which he won by a lot i know but they remember he cost a lot of money so much money and the left in there and one of the tactics that they used in south carolina is sending a lot of activists a lot of liberal activists leftists i want to say to the state of south carolina to try to impact this election and while we're talking about Georgia, let's talk about that because there is a push here in California for people to move from California to Georgia so that they can vote in the runoff election in Georgia for the Senate because the Senate, these two Senate seats that are up for runoff on January the 5th will determine power in the Senate. You'll have two scenarios. Either it will be 50-50 if Democrats win both seats and then the vice president would make the the deciding vote, whoever that may be. And oh, whoever, if I got Republicans right. win, then they would have a one-seat majority. They'd be at 51-48. This amazing concept. Nine. 10, 11, <laughs> 12. Keep going, Whitman. 13, 14 million, 15. Keep going. Good boy. Good counting Where boy. 17, right 18. Gosh, there's the so many numbers in my head. You. 25, 26. 20. Now, here's the thing. The concept of asking a person to get up off the couch for starters – to go to a march or something, I never do that. I can't go into the heat at the at the metros. I can't do. I cannot. You do a march. You're not a marcher. How about this? I'm also not a mover. If you call me and said, "Hi, Brian, it's a big ask, but you're my friend." Yeah, what do you need? Uh, can you relocate? Well, what do you mean to the to the to the Starbucks and sit there and drink coffee? No. Can you get up physically, move mm-hmm. to where? What? Pacoima, Pomona, Encino? Oh, I'd like that. No, Atlanta, Georgia. It's the New York of the South. You know, you don't uh, – are you for – you're asking me to move so I can vote in what might be a close election? And by the way, if you think the person who would ask that of another to zip code pack, if you think they won't court pack, they're going to ask people to get up and move to another zip code all the way across the country uh, to pack a a zip code, an an electoral district, Don't think it's not going to happen just because you don't want to do it because (laughs) – I I mean you're like, oh, there's nobody who would want to do it. I mean (laughs) – That's right. Like quite – you don't like going to birthday parties, but there's still a lot of people who like going to birthday Right now to stand – you, my reaction is as intense as if you asked me to move to, uh, you know, uh, 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 George, Savannah, Georgia. But you're right. There are people who will do And it. this is the difference between liberals and leftists. Liberals huh. are like you. And whoa. Homebodies. Watch, watch <laughs> this. A little more sane. Oh, wait a minute. You're welcome. You know what? In fact, that was my moment. That was. Oh, well, folks. A little more sane. Huh. You've got these nutty leftists who will do anything to pass through their agenda because, and this is very important, if Joe Biden is sitting in the White House, if Democrats are in control of the House, which they will be, and if Democrats are able to cast the deciding vote in uh, in the Senate, think about all of the policy that they'll be able to push through. This has become really important. So Secretary Raffensperger gave a warning to uh, people who are looking to move. And uh, this one, I think he said... He's got a warning for you. Take a listen. If people think they can just come in for an election, you have to have uh, specific intent to stay here, stay put, put down roots and become a, a Georgian. Uh, just to come in for an election and bebop out of here after the election? No. We're going to prosecute that and we're going to work in concert with our attorney general. And he put out notice to, to that same effect. That would be a voter fraud and it's uh, severe penalties. 
up to um, $100,000 fine, 10 years in prison. The Constitution in Georgia clearly prohibits bebopping in from any other state. And it's interesting because, you know what, they've said my whole life, I've heard the best thing you could do for a real friend is, is help them is help them move. <laughs> yeah, right. But to actually be the to move actually for them is a friendship that I don't have. Uh, not a good well, idea. Well, I do, but but not for a, a politician. Some uh, new protocols coming your way. And by protocols, I mean mandates. I mean restrictions on your way of life coming to the state of California and L.A. County. You won't believe what they have in store for you as your Wednesday morning answer continues.